0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Happy first of the month, and on the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. In order to be considered for book of the month, a book has to meet a very simple criteria. It's got to be impactful enough that it can either change your life or your perspective on the world. Now, of course, whether it does or not is entirely up to you. If you consume the book passively and just comment on how good it is, you're missing the point. If you integrate it and make it part of you, then you really get to reap the benefits of reading the book of the month. And today's book definitely meets the criteria. Our book this month is Be Present in This Moment, A Practical Guide to Mindfulness by Tessa Watt. The author, Tessa Watt, is based in London, England, where she's been practicing and teaching meditation for 20 years at the London Shambhala Meditation Center. This book is not a new book. It was published in 2012. Mindfulness is growing in popularity as a technique which teaches us to appreciate our life. This practical guide explores how to listen to your body to reduce stress and anxiety in all areas of life, how to focus better at work by becoming more aware of what's happening in the present, how to enjoy life more by bringing mindfulness into simple everyday actions. The book is free of jargon, but full of straightforward advice. It's got case studies and step-by-step instructions. This book makes the practice of mindfulness accessible. Through mindfulness, you're not trying to get calm or relaxed or become a better person. You're befriending the person you already are and the place where you already are, and you get to experience the present moment as it is. You're not thinking about how you wish it would be or could be or how it was. You're simply experiencing the present moment as it is. Mindfulness is an exercise in slowing down the mind, letting go of the racing thoughts. It's not a theory or a science. It's a practice. I think of it like doing push-ups. Push-ups are something to be done regularly. You can't just do 10 perfect push-ups and say, okay, I'm good, I'm all set for life. Push-ups are the development and strengthening of a muscle. And mindfulness is just like that. I'm a busy guy and my mind is full of projects. I find myself bouncing from the next initiative to be taken on in a development project to how to solve a staffing shortage or how I'm gonna solve a capital shortfall on another project or maybe the next topic for a podcast episode, My Mind is Always Racing. And one of the exercises in the book is surprisingly simple. It's a mindfulness practice. It involves eating a single raisin. Most of the time, when I eat a handful of raisins, I grab a handful out of the bag and slam it back, barely paying attention to what I'm eating. I might be on the phone while I'm grabbing a snack, and raisins aren't too crunchy, so they won't interfere with the phone call. But this exercise is different. It involves eating a single raisin. You want to look at it carefully first, examining the exterior texture, the wrinkles, the shininess of the skin, the softness. Is it soft and malleable, or is it hard and dry? Mindfulness means paying attention in a particular way on purpose, in the present moment, and non-judgmentally. This particular exercise was pioneered in the 1970s by a guru named Jon Kabat-Zinn. The exercise involves exploring the raisin with all the senses. Hold it up to your ear and listen. Hold it to your nose and smell it. When you put it in your mouth, run it first along your lips. and Notice how your mouth reacts to the raisin. Maybe your mouth starts to salivate. When you put the raisin in your mouth, taste it with different taste receptors in the mouth, on the tongue and the cheeks. Bite into it and observe how it squishes. Taste it again in different parts of the mouth. How did the taste change before and after biting into it? Maybe you like the taste, or maybe you don't. Don't pass judgment on the raisin, but merely observe your own response to the taste of the raisin. You probably never knew there was another way to eat a raisin. There's the usual way, and then there's a mindful way that involves being fully present. How did this raisin experience compare with your memory of eating raisins? I spent a lot of time studying the habits of high achievers. Ray Dalio, for example, from Bridgewater Associates. He's the head of the largest hedge fund in the world, and he credits his success to his mindfulness practice that he's been doing for decades. And so many of the members of the mastermind that I belong to say the same thing. I hear over and over again how the shift to mindfulness practices changed their lives, how it improved their relationships, how it lowered their stress level, and how it brought inner peace. This book is a workbook designed to improve your mindfulness practices and create stronger habits mindfulness could be a half hour meditation or it could be a few seconds pause. It's not about going into an altered state, but instead about being in a state of awareness. And when you shift out of that usual state of being that is a mindless stupor into mindfulness, the chances are higher that your mode of doing will be much more effective, focused, and productive. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go get a copy of Be Present in This Moment by Tessa Watt. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.